Hi, everyone. This is Erica Spicer Mason with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm thrilled to be joined by Dr. Stephen Holtzclaw, the CEO at US Orthopedic Partners. Dr. Holtzclaw, without further ado, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. We're thrilled to have you. And I thought to get us started, it might be helpful for our audience to hear just a little bit more about yourself, if you could share a little bit about your background and even what led you to U.S. Orthopedic Partners. I understand it's a, a new role for you. It is. Um, actually, my background, I was an electrician by training, uh, but when I graduated vocational school in the 1970s, there wasn't a lot of construction work. There were a lot of layoffs. So uh, in that free time, I wound up becoming a paramedic, which led me to want to become a physician. So after medical school, I did an emergency medicine residency at Johns Hopkins, and I've worked for a number of years as a emergency medicine physician. About 22 years ago, I started getting involved in the physician practice management space and uh, have enjoyed working in that space ever since. I worked at a company called Team Health for about 17 years. I was their um, president of hospital-based services, and I left there in 2017. Uh, 2018, I went and got an MBA because I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grow up. And uh, at that point, I was contacted to become the CEO of a company called Altion, which was, again, emergency medicine, hospital medicine, ICU, things of that type. And I was there until the sale of the company in 2022. And since then, I uh, have continued to work as an emergency medicine physician at Johns Hopkins. But about November of last year, I was contacted for the opportunity here at U.S. Orthopedics. And what I liked about it was it seemed very similar to Altion. It was a private equity roll-up. They were still in the stage of needing to centralize and start to become one group instead of 10 or 12 different groups. And I'd had experience with that with Altion. So it excited me enough that I went ahead and took the position. I've been here maybe six weeks now. And I have to say, I've enjoyed it. I like working with the people and I've learned an awful lot about orthopedics. Oh, thanks so much, Dr. Holtzclaw. Really great to hear more about your background and kind of your journey, um, what led you to this space. And orthopedics really is an exciting and rapidly growing area of care. So you know, I, I know you're new to your role at USOP, but can you say a little bit more about what sets USOP apart from others that are working in the space of orthopedics? Sure. I think it's a number of factors. The first one is geographic density. We have 10 large practices across Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana, and some of those are fairly well nationally known organizations. Uh, the Andrews uh, Sports Medicine, Mississippi Sports Medicine, and several others are quite large and nationally known. But I think our doctors are really what set this organization apart. We run a number of fellowship programs because the physicians are very well known in their respective fields. They're considered mentors at a national level. And we're also unique, I think, in that greater than 50% of this organization is still owned by the docs, and they have a very large voice in how this runs. But we're also a high quality organization. We try and do as much work as we can in the ASCs. The doctors can be more efficient in that location. And it's really better for the patients. They're not in the hospital where they can pick up a lot of nosocomial infections 
and the hospitals just can't be as effective and efficient as an ASC can, given that they have to take care of OB, general surgery, cardiac surgery, all these other specialties, whereas these ASCs can focus on just orthopedics. That's great. And it's wonderful to hear about some of these fellowship programs that USOP has, as well as the large percentage of the org that's still owned by the doctors. Um, I know physician autonomy is something that we read all about in our Becker's coverage and really that need for, I should say, desire for so many physicians to continue their education and mentorship opportunities. Um, so it sounds like USOP is really hitting the nail on the head there um, with you know, providing practitioners with the things that they're desiring in their roles and their growth. So I know you're only in week six, I believe you said, but I'm curious, you know, in these initial months of your new role at USOP, what are some of your top priorities and have there been any challenges that have surfaced so far? Would love to hear how you're kind of navigating that as well. I think the top priority for me right now, and I'm actually sitting in a hotel room as I run around different states trying to visit all the practices and learn about the culture at each location. You know, I learned long ago, you have to understand the culture of a business, not just the revenue and the expenses. So I'm out doing that now. And I have to say, it's been exciting for me as an ER doc to meet the orthopods and understand how much of their work is pre-scheduled work. My perception from the ER is that everything they do is because of a phone call that somebody fell and broke something, but so much of it is really pre-scheduled and it takes quite a bit of work to make sure that that runs smoothly. So I've been excited to learn that and interested to look at it as a business person as well. You know, they're early in the phase, as I said before, about trying to act as one company. So how do you work on improving RCM, improving the billing and really communication, I think is the key at this point. What I've learned from a number of places is that they would like to understand the vision and the communication around how we're gonna become one single entity rather than a confederation of 10. Yeah, sounds like you have a big to-do list already. Um, and it's great to hear that you're able to go on site to learn about the culture, as you said, of all of these practices. I'm sure that's uh, quite a, a task to take on, but sounds enjoyable. And there's nothing like getting your hands-on work. Um, so I think that's great. And I'm curious if you can also say a little bit more about what the future is looking like for USOP and also the orthopedic industry more broadly. Is there anything that's exciting you at this time? It is. I mean, we're a fairly large organization. We had about 434,000 office visits, about 44,000 surgeries, and that's across 140 doctors and 110 APPs, maybe 1,700 employees in total. Um, I think like any other part of medicine right now, you're gonna to have to be good at what you do and you're gonna to have to be big because you're gonna to have to negotiate with you know, suppliers and most importantly, you're gonna to have to work with the payers. Um, I know that's a very hot topic in medicine and even these podcasts these days. And we all understand that the payer's job is to try and hold down healthcare and cut away as much unnecessary healthcare as they can. But at the same time, underpaying the practitioners who deliver the healthcare is not a viable option. So we need to move towards a win-win situation. And if you look at what we've done in Mississippi, we have 10 bundles with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. And on average, we save them $40 million a year. So one of the things that excites me is trying to go out 
replicate this in other parts of Mississippi and other states. And a big piece of that is the ASC use. So we spend a lot of time thinking about the ASCs. How can we improve the ones we have? How do we go out, build new ones? Certain states have CON requirements, some do not. So there's a lot of work that goes on, almost uh, thinking of it as a real estate project, not just healthcare. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Uh, and I, I think you do, I'm sure many of our listeners share the same concerns and hopes and opportunities in their work with payers and physician reimbursement. And then of course, you know, some of this expansion that we're seeing in the ASC space. Um, considering everything we've discussed, Dr. Holtzclaw, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners that we might not have brought up yet? Again, I think the, the ASCs are going to be a game changer for orthopedics. And that's been fun for me to learn about that as an ER doctor who really has no connections with ASCs. But, you know, quality is going to continue to be a very big factor going forward. The insurance companies are going to look to partner with organizations that have high quality. One of the ways you can measure that is through the MIPS program, the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System. You know, we're very proud of the fact that we're one of the ones that get bonuses, not penalties. But we're always looking for ways to do things better and to make things better for the patient, and we'll continue to do so. But at the same time, we have to work hard at controlling expenses, as does any other business in the U.S., Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Dr. Holtzclaw, for sharing some of your priorities as you're stepping into this exciting role at USOP and uh, sharing a little bit more about what's to come. Sounds like a, an exciting year ahead. So thank you again so much for joining the podcast. Thank you for your time. And I'd also like to thank U.S. Orthopedic Partners for sponsoring today's episode. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com.